ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار فيا عباد الله قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم او قال ابو العباس عبد الله ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما قال كنت خلف رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال يا غلام اني اعلمك كلمات احفظ الله يحفظك احفظ الله تجده تجاهك اذا سالت فاسال الله واذا استعنت فاستعن بالله واعلم ان الامه لو اجتمعت على ان ينفعوك بشيء لم ينفعوك الا بشيء قد كتبه الله لك ولو اجتمعوا على ان يضروك بشيء لم يضروك الا بشيء قد كتبه الله عليك رفعت الاقلام وجفت الصحف رواه الترمذي وقال حديث حسن صحيح وفي روايه غير الترمذي احفظ الله تجده امامك تعرف الى الله في الرخاء يعرفك في الشده واعلم ان ما اخطاك لم يكن ليصيبك وما اصابك لم يكن ليخطئك واعلم ان النصر مع الصبر وان الفرج مع الكرب وان مع العسر يسرا in this hadith reported by abdullah ibn abbas radiyallahu anhuma he mentions that he was behind the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and that the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to him o oh young boy i will teach you some words i will teach you some small words of advice to remember and to learn so what are those words that the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam taught him 
He said to him at the beginning, Guard over the rights of Allah, and Allah will guard over you. Guard over the rights of Allah, and Allah will guard over you. How do you guard over the rights of Allah? It means that you fulfill the obligations that Allah has placed upon us. That you fulfill the commandments that Allah has placed upon us. So for example, the five daily prayers that you pray them properly in their times. And for example, the fasting of the month of Ramadan. And for example, the giving of the zakat. And for example, the hajj and all of the different types of obligations and commandments that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us with, then you fulfill them. And you do not transgress. You do not go outside of the halal and begin performing the haram. If you do that, it means you are not guarding over the rights of Allah. Guarding over the rights of Allah means that you stay with the halal alone and you avoid and abstain and refrain from the haram, from that which Allah has prohibited us from. So if a believer does that, a believer obeys Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and fulfills the orders and the sunnah and stays away from the haram, then that means he is guarding over and observing the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if you do that, then the hadith tells us that Allah will guard over you. Allah will give you protection and safety and make your affairs good and easy for you. And this is something clear to understand. A person who is righteous and pious and fulfills what is in the Quran and the Sunnah, then that is the type of person whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives the aid and the security and the assistance to. But a person who is a sinner and a wrongdoer and does not uphold the laws of Allah and instead breaks the laws of Allah, so does not guard over the rights of Allah, then you cannot expect to be given guardianship yourself. So the Prophet said, and then he also mentioned, Guard over the rights of Allah, and you will find Allah in front of you. Meaning that you will find Allah is in your aid and your assistance. That you make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and you ask for what you desire, and what you wish for, and what you need. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in your aid and in your assistance and in your support. 
guarding over your affairs and making them easy for you. Guard over the rights of Allah and you will find Allah before you. And then the Prophet said, إِذَا سَأَلْتَ فَاسْأَلِ If you ask, then ask from Allah. Do not ask other people and the dead in their graves and the Mawlana. You do not make your dua to people. They do not answer your dua for you. The Prophet told us, إِذَا سَأَلْتَ فَاسْأَلِ if you're going to ask, then ask from Allah. You're going to make dua, then make the dua to Allah alone. Call upon your Lord alone. You require something in this world. You require some aid, some assistance. You require some affair. Then do not ask of the people. They are not going to answer your dua for you. You ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You do not ask the dead in their graves. You do not ask like the mushrikun did, the idols and the trees and the stones and the statues and the sun and the moon. And then they would say, That these are going to be our intermediaries, intercession for us with Allah. Allah did not tell you that you have to go and ask somebody else and then they will take your dua to Allah. Allah told us to ask him directly, to make dua to him directly. And that is what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is telling us here. If you ask, then ask from Allah. And there are many times when the dua is more likely to be answered. For example, on this day of Jumu'ah, it is a time where the dua is more likely to be answered or there is a time within this day when the dua is more likely to be answered. For example, in the last third of the night, a chance and an opportunity for the dua to be answered in your prayer itself. When you are in the prostration, you can make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ask him for what you want. You want something in this world, something good for yourself, for your family, then you make dua, you ask Allah to grant you and to give you that thing, whatever it might be. Maybe you require some help with something, maybe you require a house, a car, it can be the worldly matters. It can be anything which is halal. You can make dua asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for it. So here the Prophet told us, when you ask, then ask from Allah. Do not ask the people and the dead in their graves or anyone else, but turn back to Allah in dua. And then also, If you seek aid and assistance, then seek it from Allah. And this is another great problem which exists amongst the people. That many of them, they turn to the graves thinking that these so-called righteous people in the graves are going to help us and assist us. Or they are told to go to such and such an imam 
and go to him and make your supplication or ask for what you need and he will wipe over you and you'll get your assistance and whatever you need. This is not from the way of the sunnah. Rather you are in some difficulty, you are in some distress. Then the only one who can help you out of that difficulty and distress is your Lord. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the Prophet told us, If you seek some assistance and aid, then seek it from Allah. And what is it that you read in every prayer, in every raka'ah, in the Fatiha? You alone we worship and you alone we seek aid and assistance from. So then the Prophet said after that, وَعَلَمْ لَوْ أَنَّ الْأُمَّةَ اِجْتَمَعَتْ عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَنْفَعُوكَ بِشَيْءٍ That if all of the people, everyone combined and united to do some good for you, اِجْتَمَعُوا عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَنْفَعُوكَ بِشَيْءٍ لَمْ يَنْفَعُوكَ إِلَّا بِشَيْءٍ قَدْ كَتَبَهُ اللَّهُ لَكَ if all of the people they combined, everyone got together to do something good for you, they would not be able to, unless it was something that Allah allowed, unless it was something that Allah decreed. They cannot do it otherwise. If all of the people they came together, they would not be able to do it, unless it was something decreed by Allah. And the same for the opposite. If all of them, they combined all of the people to do some harm to you, they all plot and they plan and they scheme to do something harmful to you. All of them, they would not be successful. They would not be able to unless it was something decreed by Allah upon you. So do not think that the control of the affairs is within the hands of the people. They can benefit you and they can harm you. They cannot. If all of them united against you, they could do nothing unless it was something decreed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this therefore highlights to us the importance of having all of our trust and dependence, our tawakkul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah commanded us in the Quran to have our tawakkul upon Him alone. If you are indeed believers, have your trust and dependence in your Lord, not in the people and not be afraid of the people that they will harm you. Rather, whatever occurs, it only occurs by the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever good occurs for you, or whatever bad occurs for you, then it only occurs by that which is determined and written in the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we know that the decree was written from before the creation of the heavens and the earth. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wrote down 
the decree of everything that is to occur 50,000 years before the creation of the heavens and the earth. So Allah knows every single thing which is going to happen. And so nothing occurs except that it is within the decree of Allah. All of the events that are to occur written down in the preserved tablet al-lawh So do not be afraid that the people will do this or the people will do that. And this will harm you and that will harm you. Or this will be beneficial and that will be beneficial. Nothing will occur unless it is by the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So maintain your trust in Allah and do not have it in others besides Allah. الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين فيا عباد الله we notice from this hadith that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم was teaching us very important pieces of advice very important pieces of advice mentioned in the narration firstly guard over the rights of Allah meaning stick to the halal and stay away from the haram. By doing that, you will find that Allah guards over you and your lives and what is happening with you. And if you do not guard over the rights of Allah, you abandon the rights of Allah, you abandon the prayer, you abandon the other obligations and you waste your lives, then how can you expect the help and the assistance and the guardianship from Allah? And also if you ask, then only ask from Allah. Make dua to Him, not to others. Do not depend on the people died in their graves even if they were righteous. Do not depend on making dua even to the grave of the Prophet ﷺ, but dua to Allah alone. And if you seek aid and assistance, then seek it from Allah alone. And know that everything that occurs, it only occurs by the decree of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. In another version, it also mentioned, وَعْلَمْ أَنَّ مَا أَخْطَأَكَ لَمْ يَكُنْ لِيُصِيبَكَ وَمَا أَصَابَكَ لَمْ يَكُنْ لِيُخْطِئَكَ That whatever occurs to you, whatever happens, then it was decreed and it was going to happen. It was not something you could have avoided. And if something does not happen for you, then that's the way it was decreed. It's not something you could have got. The decree is something everybody must be satisfied with. And everybody must be content with. And do not say, why did Allah not give me this? And why did I not get that? Or do not say, why did this happen to me? And why did that happen? These affairs are all tests and trials that we face in this world. Something may occur to you which you do not like. And maybe you do not even know in the future it is something beneficial and good for you that it happened. And maybe something you wanted and you never got it. But in the future it turns out it was a good thing you didn't get it. So a person must be aware that Allah is the all-wise 
and Allah is the all-knowing and we are not. So you must be patient upon the decree of Allah. Whatever is decreed to be satisfied and thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon what you have been given and the blessings you have been given. And if you do not get something, then make dua. Perhaps you will be granted it in the future. And if there is some harm that comes to you, then be patient and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remove that from you. All of it is by the decree of Allah. So it is important that we focus on these narrations and these ahadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so that we start to understand the advice and the guidance that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave us. This is just one hadith we have spoken about briefly and there are hundreds of hadith, thousands of them with the advice and the guidance of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And so you realize how important it is to start learning all of that sunnah, to start learning everything in the Quran, in the hadith, to really and truly understand your religion properly. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make that easy for us, to have the striving to understand and learn the sunnah, the Quran and what we have been taught.